All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. Hello, my name is Alex Mason, your host, and I'm so grateful that you're joining me today. Today, we're talking about a subject that is close to my heart, one that I don't think I've seen anyone talk about out there online, um, I think partially because just it's relatively new and not many people have gone through this type of process. But I want to talk to you today about diversity processes for investment banking recruiting. Now, traditionally in America, investment banking has been a field that has largely been um, populated by white males. And it's a big example of how certain people have had a structural advantage in this country, which originates from a variety of sources that we're not going to get into today. Maybe we'll save that subject for a conversation between you and me later. But fundamentally, women and underrepresented minorities, mainly Black, Latinx, and Native Americans, have not been in this industry and in finance in general, which is unfortunately a travesty. So... Just to talk about this, you know, depending on where you're at and what your background is, this episode may not be for you. Maybe you want a more technical uh, episode or content, feel free to wait for the next one or go back in the archive. But I want to talk today specifically for my underrepresented minorities out there. Um, th- this is information that I wish that I had when I was recruiting Um because I'm a black man in America and people who look like me are typically not in investment banking. So just to help you understand how bad it is from a diversity perspective, let me give you a quick example from Goldman Sachs 2022 People Strategy Report, which is essentially how the firm advertises its diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts. And this is just an example of something I found from research I did for my other podcast. So at the VP level, firm-wide, Goldman Sachs has 33% of the population who are VPs who are women, 4% are Black, 6% are Latinx. And if we compare these statistics with the general U.S. population, 50% of the U.S. population are female, 12% are Black, and 18% are Latinx. So what this means is at this management level within Goldman Sachs, currently women are a little bit over half represented of what you would expect based on normal population distribution. And Black and Latinx vice presidents are represented only one third of what you would expect based on normal population distributions. And the thing is, investment banks and the finance industry at large has traditionally turned a blind eye to these issues. But the good news is things are changing. There are more programs being rolled out to attract diverse talent at investment banks and at financial firms. And these programs are all a little bit different, though, and they take some time to navigate. Now, I want to take a minute to talk about this term diversity, which is really an ambiguous term, super ambiguous Everyone has their own definition of it, and people feel that it means different things. And that has led to every investment bank defining diversity differently. 
But from my experience, here are the broad categories of how firms see it and therefore how they structure their diversity hiring processes, which may be pertinent to you depending on your situation. So diversity in an investment banking recruiting context, what I've seen is these are the categories that are uh, quote unquote diverse candidates. So either number one, black, Latinx, or Native American candidates. Number two, women. Number three, LGBTQ+. And number four, veterans. Now, what I've seen as of late 2023, you'll most commonly see programs that are targeted at recruiting black, Latinx, Native Americans, and women. Now, you will also see some programs that are focused on recruiting LGBTQ plus and veterans, but usually those are to a lesser extent from what I've personally seen that may have changed. But primarily you'll see those groups, uh, the focus will be on those groups. Now, this what I'm about to say is specifically catered toward people who are about to pursue an MBA or pursuing an MBA. So if you're pursuing an analyst role and you're undergraduate, I'm not sure if this correlates exactly, but I do believe that there are some analogous types of programs here. So just bear with me if you're in that situation. Now, during the summer prior to starting an MBA program, what happens is firms will begin to have diversity events to get to know potential applicants. And this continues throughout the early part of the fall. So anywhere from April, May, June, usually things don't start until around June or July, and then they'll go through September or or October, typically. Now, the firms have different, different processes. So some investment banks in these events, they really just want to get to know you and get on your radar as a diverse candidate. Some are interested in accelerated hiring. For example, I'll give an example of Evercore. Evercore in the past couple of years has hired a handful of candidates as early as July. Now that's really amazing, right? For those candidates who can get their investment banking internship months before they even start their MBA programs. But this is rare. I just want to point this out because usually as a diverse candidate of these kinds of events, it's usually more so about giving you a little bit more face time with the bank before later fall events because the firms already know who you are at that point before the entire pool of candidates begins to engage with the companies during the normal recruiting cycle. So that's kind of the potential uh, benefit there. Now, I am a black man and I'm recruiting for, I was recruiting for investment banking uh, pretty heavily and I decided to pursue these diverse early processes as much as possible. And I was fortunate to go to four diversity events for investment banking over the summer of 2023. Two were in New York City and two of them were in Chicago. So there was one in New York City that was geared toward undergrads that I applied to anyway, but I didn't get to go to that one. So I ended up going to four. Now, these are incredible opportunities because even if you don't get a job with any of these firms, you get to meet bankers early on. You get to know the firms well, and potentially you can interview earlier than normal. Now, the process of recruiting itself, it's largely the same as it is with traditional recruiting processes, 
But the main difference is you have the potential for a compressed timeline. So I would say it's not any easier, it's not any harder than a traditional process in terms of the actual interviews itself, but the time frame is compressed and that does help. So part of the reason I started this podcast in May of 2023 was so that I could study my technicals all summer so that I would be ready for any early interviews as a diverse candidate. So if you have the chance to qualify for these programs, my personal opinion is to absolutely do it. (laughs) If you qualify for any of these things, take advantage of them because it's more opportunities to potentially speed up your recruiting process. And even just more generally, you meet more people, it's more networking opportunities for you. If you fail with a diverse recruiting process, you still likely have a shot with the same firms later on in the recruiting cycle through their normal hiring process. It's just you're going to be pulled in with everybody else. So that's not always guaranteed to be true. Um, There might be a case where if you get cut from a diverse process, like that's it. You don't get a shot later in that cycle. But I think all these things are a little bit loosey-goosey. You don't know for sure how things are going to turn out. But I would say if you qualify for this kind of stuff, absolutely do it. Now, banks are still trying to figure this stuff out because this trend toward DEI largely is relatively new in corporate America. But there's a lot of more formality and programs that are popping up and being built out. So some banks have only been doing this kind of thing for only a year, some only for a few years. But it can be an accelerated process if things work out. The thing is, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Yes, you get an early process, potentially, but when those interview comes, you'd better be ready (laughs) because you're going to have to go through a super day just like every other candidate. So if you do qualify for any of these programs, I highly encourage it. It can be a total game changer and make your life so much easier when it comes to recruiting for investment banking. Um, And so I think that It's just a great opportunity, and especially if you're going through an MBA route, it's a great way to to get to know people way ahead of time. So in some ways, there's less, um, less of a playbook to work with because if you're recruiting over the summer, you're not at school yet, so you don't have the same level of support that you do from your peers, from your clubs, from your career management centers, but um, if you're a go-getter and you have the ability to self-study on your own and listens to podcasts like this to help yourself get ready, definitely go for it. One last note on the subject is that some banks offer substantial fellowships for their candidates. So depending on the bank, there could be some extra money out there potentially. Sometimes they may pay you in cash. Sometimes they may pay you in terms of tuition directly to your school if you're in school. So that's another potential uh, bonus if you do secure a IB offer through a diversity process. Not every bank does this, and it is possible that even the banks that do have this kind of fellowship, you may get the offer but not get the fellowship money. So there's a whole range of possibilities just depending on what the market's like, your positioning as a candidate and maybe the office you're recruiting for. But just another note for you there that sometimes you can get fellowships too. 
All right, so that's what we got today here on Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason, and I am your host. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this was informative, a little bit of a different topic, but definitely a very pertinent topic for many of us out there. So I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you next time.